From Radio K Man's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. A new law designed to codify immunity for offenders who help in police investigations has been gazetted. On Tuesday, government published the Criminal Justice Offenders Assisting Investigations and Prosecutions Bill, a new piece of legislation spearheaded by the Law Reform Commission. The bill, among other things, empowers the Director of Public Prosecutions to grant immunity from prosecution in certain areas, allows the court to make a sentence reduction on guilty pleas, facilitates the review of sentences, and provides for other related matters. Check out the full bill online at legislation.gov. Cutting the red tape and simplifying the process for applicants, Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more on some change on the horizon for workforce opportunities and residency Cayman. Work processes applications for a variety of things. Work permits, permanent residency and Cayman status applications, temporary permits, extensions, business visitors visas, and special economic zone applications. Effective December 1st, a medical declaration cover letter from a medical practitioner will be the medical document required to submit applications for any of these areas. Until now, there could be multiple documents required. Acting Interim Director of Work Jeremy Scott says the change to simplify the medical document documents for application submission has been long overdue. And with the passage of the data protection legislation, it is imperative now more than ever that work receives, processes, and stores only the relevant and necessary information that belongs to that department for processing applications. So this means work will receive the medical declaration cover letter, which will say what the individual has been screened for in accordance with the guidelines for medical examinations. The medical declaration cover letter will be needed to be completed in conjunction with a medical exam guidelines document, which specifies the minimum medical requirements. The cover letter will be valid for 12 months. Work says a grace period will be given to allow for people submitting applications to become aware of the new requirement. However, applications received after the 1st of December without the medical declaration cover letter will not be accepted for processing. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Contact Works Customer Care at 1-800-534-9672 or 945-9672 with queries. You can review the medical examination guidance document and new medical cover letter at medical.work.ky. Cayman's Minister of Financial Services, the Honorable Andre Ebanks, heads to the Bahamas, London and Brussels this month on a number of financial services matters. Here's Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin with the details. The Honorable Minister will first stop in the Bahamas to attend and speak at the Caribbean Regional Compliance Association Conference, CRCA. That's on November 3rd and 4th. Industry compliance associations and regulators from around the region will discuss topics including ethics, terrorism, smuggling and exploitation, trends in the trust, banking, corporate services and insurance sectors, cybersecurity, sanctions, cryptocurrency, taxation, and understanding the needs of boards, regulators, and shareholders. The Cayman Islands Compliance Association, CICA, is a CRCA organizing committee member, and the Ministry of Financial Services and Commerce is a conference sponsor. Officials confirm in 2023, CRCA, which is the Caribbean Regional Compliance Association Conference, will be held in the Cayman Islands. Minister Andre Ebanks will then make a stop to London for meetings with UK officials following 
following the change in government. He will also meet with financial services stakeholders, including a Cayman Finance event hosted by new CEO Steve McIntosh. Following this, he will meet with EU stakeholders in Brussels. Cayman Islands government representatives Deborah Bodden, Jean de Costa and Chris Duggan will accompany Minister Ebanks to the London meetings and Ms. Bodden and Mr. de Costa will join him for the Brussels meetings. The delegation will return on November 18th. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The Premier, Honorable Wayne Panton, is the Acting Minister of Financial Services and Commerce until Minister Ebanks returns. The Governor marks four years in the Cayman Islands. Both Lizzie and I have come to love and admire so much about the islands that we have called our home for the last four years. His Excellency Martin Roper tells Radio Cayman it has been a privilege to live in the Cayman Islands. Over the last four years as governor, he has had many, quote, extraordinary moments, including the changeover of the Legislative Assembly into the House of Parliament, working with two governments, a visit by the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall, King Charles III, and learning to play the steel pan. As governor, I have sought to strike a careful balance between my constitutional responsibilities in fully respecting the domestic autonomy and accountability of our elected leaders and fulfilling my UK obligations for security and good governance. The governor will be in Cayman until the end of March. In other local news... Cayman is moving into the dry season. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller brings us more from the National Weather Service's monthly climate bulletin. Every month, the National Weather Service sends out a report which breaks down some of the more interesting weather events over the last few months and tees up what's to come. According to the report, rainfall in October was slightly less than what the country usually sees, with the August to October period recording about 19 inches overall. The country is now transitioning to the dry season, so folks can expect decreasing shower frequency and intensity. So looking at the previous period, August to October, the average temp for the stretch was 84 degrees Fahrenheit, which was slightly above climate norm. So what can you expect between November and January? Well, looking at precipitation between 8 and 12 inches of rain typically fall, and the forecasters are predicting there is a 40% probability of below average rainfall this year. Looking at temperature, according to the report, the average temp is about 79 degrees. Again, forecasters are predicting a 45% probability of below average temps. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Upgrades at Georgetown Post Office. CIGTV's Donna Bush reports. As motorists and passers-by will notice, the Georgetown Post Office is getting much-needed repairs. Officials explain that a couple of projects, including painting and changing of post boxes, are happening at the same time. Uh, post boxes and post code sections KY 11108 and 1109 have been changed out, and new post box keys for these customers will be available at no cost to them. Customers simply need to go inside the Georgetown Post Office customer services counter uh, during business hours, which is Monday to Friday, 8.15 a.m. to 5 p.m., to turn in their old key. Now, the Georgetown Post Post office restoration and painting works are being carried out by Mr. Joseph Ebanks and his team from Nehemiah Restoration. Postmaster General Sheena Glasgow says, quote, the building is 83 years old, getting a much needed and long overdue new dress. As she's a historic building, we've got to maintain its current look, so that's why the color scheme is not changing. Ms. Glasgow went on to thank the public for their patience as the works are carried out. That's CIGTV's Donna Bush there. 
And we leave you with this one. The Cayman National Cultural Foundation's Grants for the Arts program supports nine creative projects. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has more. The recipients include Cayman Arts Festival, Dream Chasers Cayman, Fuego Latin Dance, Filmmaker Badir Awe, Cayman Documentary Festival, Poet Aniki Hill, Visual Artist Randy Chalette, and John Reno Jackson and Fashion Designer Jawara Aline. The Financial Support assisted Cayman Arts Festival and Dream Chasers Cayman in sending 11 Caymanian students to participate in arts-focused summer camps in New York. Locally owned Dance Academy Fuego Latin Dance used their grant to support their inaugural Cayman Latin Dance Festival, which was held from October 7th to the 9th this year. This event aims to create an immersive educational and social environment to increase the awareness and reach of Latin culture and dancing in Cayman through workshops, exhibitions, and social gatherings. London-based Caymanian fashion designer Jawara Aline presented his eponymous Spring-Summer 23 fashion collection at Fashion East as part of London Fashion Week in September 2022 with support from CNCF. Signs of Us, an exploration of the Caymanian identity in poetry, is a collection of poems by Aniki Hill. CNCF supported the publication of Signs of Us, which will be released in 2023. Artist John Reno Jackson received support to attend Caribbean Linked, an artist-in-residence program in Aruba, hosted annually by Atelier 89, the Fresh Milk Art Platform, and ARC Magazine. The three-week residency supported Reno's artistic development by providing him an opportunity to live and work outside of his usual environments with support and feedback from fellow resident artists and curators. Badir Awe received a grant towards the editing of his feature film documentary, Keep Rolling, which follows the experience of numerous artists as they work together on film in Cuba. And artist and musician Randy Chalette's 2022 grant will support his continued research into drumming traditions in Cayman. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. For more information about CNCF and its programs, email cncf at artscayman.org or call 949-5477. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.